TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill, and this week I'm joined by one of my favorite people. She's a media personality. She has a Bachelor of Health Science majoring in nutritional medicine. She's all over the place at the moment. She's on TV. She's on radio. She's in Grilled when I go there to get my burgers. She's got a new cafe she's opened up. She's doing all sorts of wonderful things, and she's probably one of my most favorite people to follow on social media because I love seeing what she's up to. Welcome to the show, Lola Berry. That's the best compliment ever, the social media <laughs> compliment. Oh, I love it. I love it because I always love watching what you're doing, Lola, because I reckon that you're always just so genuinely you. You're just this kind of whimsical gypsy who just floats around the place doing all sorts of cool <laughs> things that you love doing and you're just completely unapologetically you and I love that about you. I reckon it's great. Oh, I just reckon it's the only way to live, you know, like I don't want to pretend to be someone that I'm not or, you know, uh, that's why I think for me it's just all about, yeah, just being bloody real, you know. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I look at it and I follow it because I'm like, I want to be like a male Lola Berry. That's fantastic. That's great. So I'm, I'm definitely, you know, a- aspiring to be Lola Berry because I reckon you're awesome, Lola. Oh, and you're and you, you are everywhere. I swear, you're everywhere at the moment. I keep seeing you. Like I said, I go in to get my burger at Grilled and you're just staring back at me from the menu. It's fantastic. <laughs> No, Grilled's awesome. They've been awesome to work with and, and I think that's we've been doing that for almost, well, I want to say nearly two years now because it's it, they've been unreal to work with. I'll be like, no, nah, we've got to stick to paleo for this or, you know, we've got to make this like really super low carb. Like, they're really awesome with like listening to what um, the audience and also what my audience wants to have. It's really cool. That's great. So we've had you on the show before, way back in episode 125, which it doesn't seem like that long ago I last spoke to you, but it's over a year, Lola, that we last had you on, almost a year and a half we last had you on the show. So you've been up to heaps since then. Um, and I know that one of the things you've been doing is opening up a new cafe, which is in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne today, so I'm hoping I can sneak down there either today or tomorrow and check it out because it looks very cool. But tell us about your new cafe. Why'd you open up a new cafe? Uh, well, that was something. So, um, my business partner Sal, uh, he was like, he's been trying to get me to do it because I used to. He owns a um, cafe in Melbourne called Saint Ali, and I go to my yoga class when I lived in Melbourne. I go to Saint Ali after to have brekkie, and he'd be like, "Come on, we've got to open a smoothie bar together. We've got to." Open a and I was like, "Mate, oh, it's just like I don't know that retail's my thing. I don't know if that's my jam." And he's like. Come on, Lowell's got to do this. Like literally it's been eight years of him trying to convince me and then I was like, I saw him like we opened in April. I met up with him in September and I was like, all right, let then he goes, come on, I've got this site I want to show you, shows me the site. And then I was like, okay, let's see if we can do this. And, I mean, it, it's a big process and a massive learning curve and like a, a lot of fun, a lot of stress. Like that week we opened, I was I had a manuscript due the the Happy Places mm-hmm. opening and then I was flying to Los Angeles to launch a different book and I was like I think I was living on about two hours sleep every night for about ten days it was crazy it was just like it's probably the most unhealthiest I've been because I was just like whatever I need to get through these next you know because it was just like you're constantly on the go and you but you know what you wouldn't swap it for the world because you never get like, I'll never open a smoothie bar for the first time ever again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. So, you know, you just got to soak it up and go with it. But it was a lot of fun. The reason to why is just like the opportunity presented itself and Sal really is someone that I've looked up to in business and 
you know, he's um, a legend. So I'm really excited to. I, I'm all about working with awesome kids. So he's an awesome kid. So that's well, that's what got me across the line. Nice. So tell us about your philosophy, Lola, because I love your philosophy on on all things health and wellness in life. So what's your philosophy behind the smoothie bar? Like, how did you decide where you wanted it to be? What products you wanted to stock? What ingredients you wanted to put in your smoothies? Tell us all about it. Uh, well, for me, my whole philosophy with health is more just like a bit of balance. I'm no one way or the other or really extreme. Like, And, and there is a place for absolutely more extreme um, ways of eating. But my philosophy is very much just like eat real food, you know, not highly processed food, really like whole food. Um, and I think food is here to nourish yourself but also to share with the people you love. So I think it is a celebration as well. So, you know, I've never said like, don't, you know, beat yourself up if you fall off the wagon and have your grandma's chocolate cake. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> got flour and sugar in it because, you know, that's still part of a memory or a celebration or, you know, and um, I think Happy Place, uh, the the idea behind all the food is it's just really whole food. Um, things like our almonds and our macadamia nuts have been activated our almond milk is churned on site so it's cold pressed. There's no pasteurization. Um, we are really mindful that loads of people want to be um, low fructose as well. So there's options to um, sweeten with either stevia or rice malt syrup if you don't want to be, you know, having maple or dates. Of course, there are those options as well. We've got things like turmeric lattes. We've got kombucha on tap. But the stuff that gets me excited is like we put flower essences into each mini. So Flower essences work on your spiritual and emotional health. For example, there's a smoothie called I Love Oprah and we put a flower <laughs> essence for, um, you know, motivation and determination, you know. So, um, yeah, and then you get a crystal with every smoothie too. So that's the whole idea behind it. And, um, yeah, I, tell me, you've got to tell me when you visit so I can hook you up. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're totally going to try and go past there either today or tomorrow because I'm super excited to check it out. And once again, I just love that about you, Lol. I love the fact that you're just so unapologetically kind of hippie and spiritual and you're putting it out there, flowers, crystals, the whole works. I reckon that's fantastic. It's, it's It's just your personality in a little shop, which I reckon is really cool. So... What's your favourite meal, Lola? What do you cook there, or what are you, what what's in the smoothies? What's your favourite there that people can go there and enjoy? Give people some Sorry, ideas. I didn't hear any of that. Oh, what do you what do you love when you go there? What do you choose on the menu? Oh, mate, the salted caramel is my salted caramel smoothie is unreal, and I get them to add um, protein powder to it as well. And I also love the pumpkin pie smoothie. Uh, but I also like love we've got cold pressed juices as well and I love like if I'm really like cleansing I love that I can get my cold pressed green juice and then we've also got um, green Gaia which is like a very clean clean green smoothie with literally just a tiny bit of stevia to make it palatable so there's there's very different broads of fla- spectrum of flavor and uber healthiness too. Yum. All right. So for those listening at home, Lola, who might not be in Melbourne and might not be able to get to the happy place, who are thinking, gee, I wouldn't mind a salted caramel smoothie right now. That sounds pretty good. How do you make a salted caramel smoothie? What goes into that? Oh, my goodness. It's so. It's actually quite a simple um, recipe. So it's just basically, I hope I get this right, by the way. I wrote this recipe. We opened in April, so I wrote this recipe a long time ago now. But it's going to be um, the trick to making a salted caramel taste brilliant is there's a bit of almond butter that goes into the actual smoothie. We use um, half a frozen banana in that one, one medjool date, 
Although I feel like that's recently been swapped out for a little bit of maple because we were trying to get the fructose a little bit lower and maple has a little bit less fructose than dates do. Good tip. Um, uh, and then we use, I think maca powder goes into that one as well. Then it's almond milk and macadamia nuts go into it too. But the trick is a little bit of maca powder gives a caramelly flavour and then I've always, I like mine with dates, so I ask the girls to put dates in mine because it makes it uber caramelly. Yeah. But you can definitely use maple or, and again, the rice mould is also an option as well. And then I always put cinnamon in it too. And what protein powder do you use, Lola? It's a far out. You're testing me now, aren't you? I know. It's a um. We've got two options. We've got a vegan and a whey, but they're both unsweetened. Nice, nice. So there's no sweetener. There's no flavors. So on their own, they'd probably taste a little bit bland. But yep. like in a smoothie, they actually give a whole new dimension of flavor, which is why I love to add protein powder. I'm pretty sure at the moment we're using a vegan um, unflavored, but all all our protein powders that we use are unflavored. Yeah, nice. I like that. I think you've people some good ideas of what they can do at home. I reckon I'm definitely going to play back this one later on and have a crack at that salted caramel smoothie at home because that sounds pretty good. Um, now, what about green smoothies? Because I'm pretty ordinary at green smoothies, Lowell. I, I make them and I don't make very good ones. Like I buy them from the shop and they taste good and I go home and I try and make them and I know they're good for me so I drink them. But honestly, my green smoothies are a bit ordinary. So give me some tips oh, on how to make drink. a great okay, green smoothie. So first of all, if you're going to put kale in a green smoothie, pull the stalks out. Okay. The stalks are like um, they make it real stringy and crunchy. Good tip. Um, kale is also full on to add in, so like maybe work up to kale. But I start with baby spinach the first time I make a green smoothie. And first of all, think of the most yummiest, like almost that salted caramel. You could turn that into a green smoothie <gasps> just by adding some spirulina or some chlorella powder and some baby spinach to it. And the flavor profile shouldn't, depending on how heavy-handed you are with stuff, with the green stuff shouldn't go too much the other way, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what I would do is I would just like if I was making green smoothie this morning, I'd get um, my blender out, I'd put one frozen banana in there so you peel it before you freeze it. That's the trick. <laughs> I'd probably put some, a handful of some kind of nuts, awesome if they're soaked overnight. Sometimes I don't soak them overnight. Um, I'd put some almond milk in there and then I'd just put like three handfuls of baby spinach bit of cinnamon and then I'd taste it and if it still tastes like a bit green, I'd probably add some kind of like maybe a few drops of stevia uh, and then I would, the trick is you've got to blitz it to kingdom come, you know what I mean? Give it like three or four goes and it goes silky smooth. Consistency is a big thing, I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, you know what I did the other day? I was trying to make a green smoothie and I had these uh, beetroot leaves and I thought, that'll be good. I can chuck those into my green smoothie oh. and it ended up just kind of looking a bit gross like it ended up a bit red and a bit brown and a bit gritty and yeah it was not gritty. a good green smoothie so just for people out there maybe just skip the beetroot leaves if you're thinking of doing a green smoothie beetroot leaves are beautiful to saute like i love sauteing beetroot leaves with like some kale and some silver beet just in some olive oil throw a few anchovies in there and then a handful of like pistachios or um even a few cranberries just to mix that flavor it's so yum so, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Not I, lo- I love your ideas. <laughs> I, would, I would never put cranberries in stuff and I never put anchovies in stuff and I love anchovies. So Oh, just put one just to give it a bit of salt seasoning. Oh, I'm so totally good. doing that next time. That sounds great. Well, these recipe ideas are awesome, Lola, and you've got a whole new book coming out which is all about summer food, which is great because I tell you, I don't know what the weather's been like where you've been. You've been in Sydney, I think. I've been in Adelaide and the weather has been miserable. We have had so much rain. We have floods everywhere. I- 
No, it's I been, was in Adelaide two weeks ago. It's been Not out of fun. control. It's been out of yeah. control. But now I'm sitting here. I'm in Melbourne today. I'm sitting here looking out at Middle Park at the beach here, which is beautiful. It's sunshine. It looks gorgeous. So we are getting towards summer. Tell us about summer food, Lola Berry's summer food cookbook that's coming out. Tell us all about it, Lola. Oh, okay. Well, it comes out. So it's on sale 1st of November. It's um, it, for those of people that have got a few of my books, it's the same format as the smoothie book. So it's a smaller book than my large books. Um, so it's just coming out like right in time for Chrissy. It's um, basically just like fresh recipes, really light recipes, like lots of salads, lots of summery things. But also there's like um, yoga moves in there as well. It's like all the things that you want to somewhere like, especially this time like you, but I'm like, oh, time to go on a bit of a detox. That's what I do because I'm like a bit of an indulger and I have a massive sweet tooth. So <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, like it's almost time to get back in my bathers on the beach. So you just kind of like it's, it's just that lighter um, leaner food without really feeling like you're missing out. Like there's these amazing treats and like beautiful, there's this beautiful, like we were talking about salted caramel, like there's these beautiful little salted caramel pot things, like fudge pot things that are frigging insane. And, you know, so you're not, you don't feel like you're missing out, but it is just like light summery food with, yeah, a few of my simple tricks to cleanse and detox over the summer. So are you very, are you into sort of seasonal food, Lola? Is that, you know, do you think about what's in season when you think about what's going into your summer food book? Absolutely. Yeah, to, totally. Like, so you'll see in a lot of these be- these recipes, you've got like berries and you've got like, you know, lots of, there's not much heavy, heavy thing. There's not too much like pumpkin or, you know, those more wintry kind of veggies, sweet spot. It's, it's much lighter and, and very bright. I've, like a lot of the salad recipes were so much fun to shoot and very bright. I think that one of the heaviest things in there is a, um, a crumble and it's a, it ends up being a berry crumble because it's very summery. So it's all uber, um, summary and then i agree with you like you want to be eating seasonally that's what the body thrives off beautiful well, let's talk a bit about the yoga because i love the fact you put some yoga into this cookbook and i've started doing crossfit lola so over the last three months i've been doing crossfit and getting into the gym and lifting lots of weights and doing those sort of things but one of the things that's become very clear to me as i've been doing that is that i'm not very flexible and so some of the stuff that i need to do in crossfit i'm not very good at because I don't have the flexibility to do it. So I've been starting to think that maybe yoga is something I need to start introducing into my routine as well as my CrossFit to round things out a little bit. So coming into summer, we start to think about, you know, as you said, heading to the beach. What are some simple yoga things we can do to improve our flexibility and to get ready to get out and get active in the beach? You know, I'm looking out the window here right now. Someone's out there on the stand-up paddleboard paddling around. You know, I've seen oh, people, I've seen people do yoga on stand-up paddleboards. I can barely stand up on a stand-up paddleboard. I don't know how people do yoga on stand-up paddleboards. But what sort of stuff should we be thinking about it from a yoga perspective heading into summer, Lola? Uh, well, first of all, awesome that you're a CrossFitter. And CrossFitters do really well doing yin yoga. So yin yoga is different to the type of yoga I'm talking about in this book. Um, vinyasa is the type of yoga I talk about, which is kind of like they call it the union of breath and movement. So it's kind of like one movement per breath. That's very broad terminology, but it's um, a bit faster paced than what, say, a yin yoga, which like so crossfitters and boys especially because you get really kind of like tighten your hip flexors, um, especially when you're doing all that weights and jazz, you, you, you need to stretch out the body. But the difference is in vinyasa, we're working on muscles, right? So much very similar to if you go to the gym, you work on your muscles. Yeah, yin yoga, so I'm totally going off topic here, but it's for you. <laughs> yeah. um, yin yoga works on the fascia and the tendon because you're holding for much longer. And that's where 
I guess you'd find this fascinating as well, knowing so much about the body. But um, I, I, my challenge for you is to give a yin yoga class a try. So yin yoga is quite different to vinyasa. So vinyasa is what I'm talking about in this book. And the reason why there's certain types of summer yoga poses that I've talked about in the book, there's a lot of like what we call heart openers because they give you energy. They're backward bend. So they open up the chest and that's the kind of poses you want to be doing in the morning because it really sets you up for the day and it gives you energy. And then I also put in here a fair few little kind of like twisting poses because I think the other thing that we want to do is if we want to detox, you want it, the twists, what they do is they help with digestion and working on your, you know, organs of elimination. So there's a lot of twisting poses and a lot of um, back bends and heart openers in this book. There you go. I tell you what, the back bends and the twisting poses give me kind of nightmares, Lola, from, from a period of time where I, I had a bit of a go at doing um, – Oh, what's the yoga called? The hot yoga? The um Bikram. The Bikram yoga. I had a got I did Bikram yeah. yoga for a month or two. And that was full on. That was that was scary. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and that was painful. I tell you what, some of those back bends and twists and things were were just unbelievable. But it was good fun. It was it was fun yeah, to try Yeah, I mean it's very Bikram's cool. Like that's where I started first in yoga. So it was often how people first get into yoga. It just is the very it's the same poses every class. So just do yeah. People out there are listening and do Bikram. Vinyasa is quite different or a heated flow or power yoga is quite different to that where, yes, it's about 28 degrees, but the sequence will often change a little bit each time. So I find that a bit – I mentally like that a bit better. But Bikram's cool. If you want to get a sweat on as well, you feel great after. Now, Lola, I know that you've spoken before, I reckon, about the different uh, the different types of yoga and, and the different types of people it suits. And I know I was speaking to someone recently and they said from an Ayurveda perspective that I'm Pitta, which I think is the fire, um, is. The fire yes. one. So is that the same? What sort of yoga should the fire people do? Because it's all about me, right? Yeah, no, I'm Pitta too, so I'm happy to make this um, all about um, Pitta. Um, Pitta, so just so people listening are like, uh, what are you talking about? Um, in Ayurvedic medicine, so traditional Indian medicine, um, there are what we call different doshas, so vata, pitta, kapha, and basically um, we've all got three, all three, like a combination of them, but you'll have one dominant one and yours would be pitta. Mine is generally always pitta. Sometimes I drop into vata. Females will often drop into vata a little bit more. Um, but in summer, like you will be generally more pitta vata. You won't be um, anyway. That's to go. That's to go. That's probably going a bit heavy into the Ayurvedic medicine. But someone that's got a pitta um, personality, if you, if it's too if you're too pitta dominant, you don't want to be too dominant in any of them. Then Yin yoga will be better for you. But if you want to, you love the heat and you want to be go go go, and you're always like that kind of like um, fiery personality, then vinyasa or Bikram would be great because it's go, go, go. It pushes you to your limits, right? Yeah. But a, a pitta person often will need a slower form of yoga because our whole world is dominated by pitta living. Like, you know, you got you, yeah, yeah. even CrossFit, that's pitta, you know, <laughs> yeah. like to balance that out, you'd almost want something more vata, which is yin. That makes heaps of sense. That makes and, and you know, if people want to hear more about this, if they missed that episode, we did an episode that Paleo Show one eighty six, which is all about the Paleo Vedic diet. Lol, I reckon you'd find that really interesting. And Doctor Akil talked a lot about Ayurveda, so people who are interested in this and missed that one should go back and have a listen because there's lots of good stuff. Yeah, um, I'm going to listen for sure. That's should, awesome. It was really cool. You should check it out. Um, so. What else has been happening with you, Lola? I know you've always got, like I said, you're, you're the pitter. You're, you're bouncing around doing all sorts of things. So you've always got about 12 things on the go at once. So what <laughs> else have you been up to? Um, okay. It's so hard because I like live day to day at the moment. I've just, um, 
I've so I've just finished. I think we were saying I've just finished shooting the book that comes out after the summer book. So it's really it's <laughs> awesome to be standing here with the summer book now. But it's like I've just literally a week and a half ago shot the cover for the book that comes out in March. So that's just kind of like rounded up. I'm doing last minute edits on that on the plane today. Um, I fly to Melbourne. Can we, get, can we get a sneak peek? Can you, can you give us an idea of what it might be about, or is that top secret? Yeah, I think it's in bug. It's in buggered for at the moment, so it's top secret at the moment. But it's like it, it's a bigger book, so it's bigger format, like the Happy Cookbook or like the Happy Life. So it's that bigger book. Um, so it's got a broad spectrum of recipes, food. Again, the yoga gets in there again because you know I love my yogs. But uh, it's it's a it's a be- it's a beautiful health book. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name or not yet. So that I'm a bit. That's we right. only picked That's it right. up two weeks ago, but um, we'll keep we'll yeah. keep it secret for now, Lola. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I'm the worst. I'm like, oh yeah, I did this, and, and I'm like, only oh, like Lola, you can't say. Like, I did this sh- really exciting shoot last week, and I was like, am I allowed to put it on social media? And they're like, no way. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I like you, yeah. Uh, but but what am I doing? Yeah, uh, mate, I don't. <laughs> I'm traveling a lot in the next three weeks, back to back. Like I literally have. This flight today, and then I've got another six flights in the next six days or something. So See, it's just a lot of, and I do a lot of like, and mainly that's for, to be honest, with you, that's mainly public speaking. So yeah. that's just a lot of like um, doing food demos or speaking gigs. And then. Um, well, let's talk about that, Lola, because you do get around and you, so you're constantly traveling, you're constantly speaking. Um, you know, my impression of you is you do kind of just fly by the seat of your pants, that you're not necessarily a big plan a header that, that you kind of just take it as it comes and, and go where the wind takes you. So, how does that work for you from, I guess, a lifestyle perspective, particularly in terms of, I guess, maintaining your lifestyle in terms of your diet and exercise, but also, you know, I mean, some people will say that in order to be successful, you need to be really rigid and really structured and you need to always have a plan and goals and, you know, know what you're doing each day, but you don't seem to do that, Lola. So, how does that work for you? <laughs> Well, I love that you – that's your impression of me. I love that that's how it comes across. But I'm a Virgo, so, like, I write lists every single day. <laughs> okay. And, like, I've got a goal book, um, a manifesto book, and a diary that comes in every year. I've got a printed calendar. I've got a printed itinerary that I pick up weekly from my agents. Like, I know I seem like, woo, everything's, like, chill. But, like, I am pretty – I'm pretty – like, I wouldn't say I'm structured – but I have to be organized because otherwise stuff just does not go to plan. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like I guess I'm throwing the whole thing of the free hippie on, on its head right now. You're, you're crushing my visions of Lola Berry. But, but so, <laughs> so how, do you, how do you make that work though, Lola? How does that work for you in terms of how do you choose what you're doing and when you're doing it and how do you, how do you maintain that busy schedule? Uh, well, I say low, no to a lot of stuff, Not, and I don't want that to sound like a diva or ego or anything like that. It's more just like you've got to put yourself first sometimes because the reality is most people won't be putting you first. So most people are trying to make the next dollar or are trying to get the most out of you. Like, So I have to decide and weigh up, okay, do I want to do that gig? I'm going to be effing exhausted. Um, can I can I maintain that? So I, I've started saying I say no to a lot of gigs now, just because I'm like, well, um, that I can't I can't make it I can't make that gig and then be good for the next gig that I'm already booked for the next day. You know, like so little things yeah. like 
like that. Um, as far as staying healthy, to be completely honest with you, I fall off the wagon all the time. I was just thinking <laughs> as I went to bed last night, I was like, oh, you've got to stay healthy this this stack of travel because um, I, I'll i get really exhausted and then I'll be like, oh, I just wanted salted caramel slice and I'll go and buy like raw paleo vegan salted caramel slice, then I'm off the wagon that whole day and I'll just be like a little sugar <laughs> monster. Um, and it's just – and, then like, that's fine. Like, that's – I'm all about – like, I did this scary shoot last week that I was just talking about. And straight after the shoot, I was like, it's on, let's go on a food bender. And I was beautiful and I had really wholesome food, but I wasn't really watching what I was eating or really – like, I was having it very mindfully and I was enjoying it, but I wasn't going – this is like light summer detox food. It was more a bit more indulgent. And I think when I travel, I'm often one way or the other. I find I'm very like, oh, okay, I'm, I've got, I've planned, I've packed all my like, I can, I'm the queen of making food in hotel rooms. Like I'm about to pack all my goodies nice. for that now. And um, all my supplements, like if I've got all that stuff with me, then I generally stay on track. But if I'm exhausted and under the pump, um, I'll, often you, you're just eating on the go and it's, it is quite hard to make the right choice all the time. But a really cool rule is, and I wish I could live by this all the time, but it's you can be healthy anywhere in the world and you can be unhealthy anywhere in the world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I tell myself that, then I'm kind of, I've got a bit more strength and willpower. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be honest, it's like it's, it's hard. If you're doing food demos all day and you're around like food all day long and you might think, oh, but it's healthy. Yeah, sure, one or two raw bliss balls is healthy. But if you're doing five of those demos back to back and then you end up having 10 raw food balls, you know, throughout the day, you're like, mate, what do I just do? You know, so it's, uh, to be honest, I don't think I've got the answers. I know that in theory, it's like, right, I'm, I'm going to be on track. But yeah. like, um, and I do the best the, to the best if I can. But I find the number one thing is if I'm getting the right amount of sleep, I've got more, I'm making smarter food choices. Yeah. So, what is your secret to getting back on track then, Lola? Like, if you're traveling and you know you haven't been eating very well and you're feeling tired and you're feeling stressed and maybe you're feeling sick, you know, a lot of people out here are going to relate to this. They might be running around after their kids. They might be stressed at work, whatever it is. Then, you know, what's your secret to getting back on track? Where do you usually start? I come back to how I feel. So if I've eaten a bit like off, I call it off the wagon, or I've just been touring with this guy called The Body Coach and he's a massive PT in the UK. He calls it a wobble when you fall off the track. And he's like, you can have a wobble day, but you don't want to turn into a wobble week. And often for me, it's a wobble week. And um, (laughs) I'll go to bed and I'll be like, "Mm, now you need to think about this, Lola. How do you feel right now? And I come back to how I feel and I'm like, I don't feel my best. I don't feel my most vibrant. My, for me, my skin and my eyes go first. Like I not, I can mm. see they're not clear. Um, I'm not on point. I'm not, um, when I say on point, like mentally on point, I don't feel like I'm the best me. And because I have a massive sugar t- tooth or sweet tooth, it doesn't take long. Like I, can, I find it hard if you have one thing, then, mate, you, you just want more and more and more. So I know when I prep my meals, like I've already prepped my meal so I made dinner last night, which was chicken, kale, Brussels, abo, some sauerkraut, and it was just like a big green mess it looked like. It was delicious. I made enough for the plane ride today. Nice. So like just little things. So to me, that's like mm, I've set myself up pretty well. So this trip, like and I know where I'm staying, like I know that I can get my green smoothie. Where I can get, Obviously, it's very handy having happy place as well. But, <laughs> um, you know, I think – yeah, it just takes a little bit of prep. But, I mean, come back to the way it makes you feel because at the end of the day, I think if you go on any detox or any diet or want to cleanse or clean up your diet, any of that jazz, it you will fall off the wagon no matter what if you're not doing it for you. 
So if you're doing it yeah. to look good for someone or because the person next to you skins or whatever it is, like that never works. You have to do it for you. So like I literally go to bed and the other night I went to bed, I was like, okay, I'm not sleeping my best because I'm not eating my best. Like I know when my diet's a little bit crunchy, when I say crunchy, like if there's a few raw treats, like too many kind of like raw treats, one or two is fine, but like I go a bit too heavy on them or I eat out too much, I can't sleep as well. My sleep's broken. But as soon as I'm back to clean eating and really nutrient-dense food, my sleep is spot on. So at the same time, I don't. Um, but if you, you, the more that you can eat like that and be like that, the better, I think. Yeah, beautiful. So is that is that where you start for you? Is it the food? You know, it's, it sounds like when you get a bit off kilter, you go straight to, I guess, greens and light healthy fresh stuff is is that your kind of yes. first point of call to sort of clean up a little bit and start getting back yeah. on track or do you go to maybe totally. yoga first so, or so i get back to just really clean food and i just find that um i'll i'll generally keep the fat and the protein quite high mm. and then i'll drop carbohydrates simple carbohydrates down a bit so just just for the first couple of days just to get my my body seems to thrive off um, high fat and high protein so I generally will go to that for a few days and then I'll feel like the balance is back and then I'll just bring in all of my balance of like back income the fruits and all the beautiful you know sweet spuds and all that but I just do two days of just like quite yeah high protein and high like loads of veggies and loads of fat like I never skimp on the fat either yeah, perfect. I, I love that. That's pretty much exactly the way I approach it as well, Lola. And it's just it's just a great way to reset and get back on track. And, and I always find getting out and doing some exercise always makes a difference as well, just in terms of helping you totally. feel like you're getting back on track. Totally, and, totally. And, but I do think it's food that affects, especially for women and weight, I think yeah. food affects it like 90%, 80%, yeah. and then exercise. But exercise mentally gets you gets you there. I, that's why I love yoga because it just clears your mind as yeah. well. Like it really resets your mental state. Absolutely. And I, and I think mentally as much as anything, you get out there and exercise and it mentally makes you want to eat the healthier food as well. Like you sort of, you feel like you've done all that work. Then you think, well, I don't want to undo it. I better, totally. I better start eating better. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah, that's good. And, and as you mentioned before, I think the sleep is a huge part of that as well. So, um, yeah, definitely important to look at all those areas. Now, Lola, we're out of time, I think. So, um we had a couple of little technical glitches this episode, but I think I've managed to piece it all back together. So it might be a little bit of a short episode, but I think it'll be pretty close to the 30 minutes. Um, but before we go, we want to let everyone know where they can find you because obviously um, lolaberry.com is where they can go and find out all the information about you. Um, but you're also, as I said, all over social media. I highly recommend everyone go and follow Lola because she's great and she's always posting lots of fun stuff. <laughs> um, so check her out on Facebook as Lola Berry and Instagram and Twitter as Yummo Lola Berry. That's Y U M O L O L A B E R R Y. Your new book, Lola Berry's Summer Food, is that out now or out soon, Lola? It'll be out the 1st of November. 1st of November. So, probably this may well be live. By the, it may be already be out by the time this goes live or at least by the awesome. time people are listening to this and that's perfect. And awesome. the Happy Place Smoothie Bar, tell people where they can find that one, Lola. That's in Melbourne um, on Cecil Street on the outside of South Melbourne Market. It is nice. part of South Melbourne Market, but we're open seven days a week. So, nice. don't think that on non-market days you can't go. You can I go like that. Day that's not far yeah. from me. So, I'm going to be heading past there. Definitely, Lola. That sounds great. Thanks for coming on board again, Lola. Great to chat to you again. 
next time you're in Adelaide, you know, don't be shy. Just hit me up. We'll catch up for a cup of tea. It'll be great. Yes, I would <laughs> love that. Beautiful. Um, so thanks again, Lola. For everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.